up, everybody? As always, my name is still the same, Ray Taylor. Another vlog coming at you. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, so I decided to go down. I love going to see movies, as I'm sure anybody that knows me knows. I used to work uh, at a movie theater out of high school, so graduated in 99. Uh, got a job, my first, like, legitimate job, not just, like, working for other people under the table kind of a thing. Um, got a job working for a new movie theater in the desert where I grew up, uh, and, you know, it was 1999, so movies that were coming out, uh, The Matrix had already come out, it came out earlier in the year, uh, but later in 99 was, like, Fight Club, uh, The Sixth Sense, American Beauty, I believe, was 99, um, maybe uh, The Green Mile, the Star Wars trilogy started in 99, sadly, um, but yeah, so I love movies, and uh, I want to start talking about them on, we already talk about them on the Inspired Disorder podcast, Keith and I will talk about them uh, if we go see a movie. Uh, we'll review it, and then we also do the Ultimate Movie Championship, where we talk about older movies. Um, but I want to, you know, if I see movies that I feel like talking about or whatever, I might as well talk about them on here too. Different audiences, maybe same people, who knows, maybe I'll have a different viewpoint or a little bit more uh, detailed viewpoint on this, maybe, than the other one, or vice versa. Uh, but anyway, I saw, there's two movies, finally saw... The newest Star Wars, the Rogue One uh, Star Wars story, which Keith and I did review on the Inspired Disorder podcast. Uh, definitely saw it way late. We saw it normal. We didn't see it in 3D, no IMAX, uh, which I don't think it's necessary to um, see it in that format. Just regular is fine. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It wasn't a great movie. Uh, it was kind of disappointing, uh, at the end, or how it ends is disappointing, because there's not going to be, definitely not going to be any future movies with these characters, which I really enjoyed these characters. Um, after listening to, uh, a bunch of reviews, now that I finally did see the movie, uh, there's a bunch of movie podcasts that I listened to. Um, that I'd been putting off because they had reviewed the movie with spoilers and I didn't want to really, I knew I was going to see it. Same thing with like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the new one that's going to come out. I know I want to see it. There's no need for me to watch advertisements for it. Um, especially if most trailers and marketing spoil movies or, um, and whatever. So I knew I was going to see this, avoided everything. Um, went in fresh. I did know a few things. I knew it was a spinoff story. Uh, I knew some of the more editing details, like the there's no opening crawl, they didn't use swipes. Um, and then I heard that there was one of the, one of the characters was uh, an actor who had been dead since the 90s, I guess, uh, who they brought back uh, digitally, um, which I did not care for. And I was surprised how prominent uh, that character was throughout the movie in, like, 
just close-up shots. Like, closer shots than this shot right here. Like, just close-up on this fake CG face um, that I didn't like. Forrest Whitaker, I was not happy with his performance. Um, but from what I heard, there was a lot of reshoots, I guess. Um, there was a lot of rewriting to the script. A lot of issues, and I think maybe that the Forrest Whitaker maybe didn't test well. Um, the Slash Filmcast, which is one of the podcasts I listened to, uh, all three of them surprisingly liked or didn't have a problem with Forrest Whitaker's performance, uh, which is the only the only uh, review that I've heard where that wasn't brought up as a criticism. Uh, but other than that, there was a few moments in the movie that maybe di weren't explained or or didn't feel right. Uh, but in, in whole, it was a fun movie. Um, it's the best prequel ever made. It's the, it leads right up into A New Hope uh, and makes that movie way better. Um, so what Keith and I did, we went and saw the movie, came home, recorded the review, and then we watched A New Hope right after it. Um, and it makes that movie so much better. Because the whole premise of this, of Rogue One, is to uh, explain kind of the weakest part of A New Hope, where there's just a single uh, weakness to the Death Star, that if you can do that, uh, if, you can, if you can hit it with your laser guns, your proton laser guns, whatever the fuck they're called, um, you can blow up this uh, devastating weapon of mass destruction, <laughs> as it probably would be labeled today, uh, or planetary destruction. Um, I enjoyed the movie, uh, it's a fun, it's, it's a nice departure, uh, from the standard Star Wars film, but still had all, the, you still knew you were in the same universe as Star Wars, despite there not being in really any of the characters from the main stories, the main movies. Um, so that was the first movie, uh, that I saw. And uh, I definitely recommend, if you haven't seen it, for sure go see it. Uh, and I'm sure it'll be out on video on demand soon. Um, but it's definitely the best, the best prequel, the only good prequel. Uh, and it leads right into the, the, the next movie. So if you watch it, just do a double feature, maybe go on a marathon. But I enjoy it. Uh, that's what I would like. It's that that's the type of movie cuz then it adds to the overall franchise. Like watching that movie made a new hope like so much better cuz the cheesiest part of a new hope was explained in a way in the in Rogue One that that validates it doesn't it's not cheap. It it make, gives it more value. Um so that was the first one gonna Reset and get into the next one. Alright, so the next movie that I saw went to my favorite theater, uh, the Psy Film Foundation, the Psy, what is it called? S-I-E, S-E-I, Film Foundation, little independent theater on uh, Colfax in Denver. Uh, they went, I, I was trying to go watch The Handmaiden, which is a new uh, Park Chan-wook film. Um, but, because I like, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of his, Old Boys, Awesome, uh, a bunch of other of his films that I, I'm not going to think of offhand, 
so I'm sure it'll come on HBO or I'll just get it on iTunes when it comes out in a few weeks. Uh, which the the place I go tends to it has independent and uh, art house documentaries. Generally, uh, they come out just be- they come out there just before video on demand or a lot of those independent movies come out at the same time. Uh, but I went and saw the autopsy of Jane Doe, which looked at the trailer and I know I'd heard. On some of my pod, uh, one of my pod, I heard it had been mentioned uh, in a positive light, I believe, uh, or at least my recollection when I saw the movie and the the title. Um, Also, it got, I think it was like 80, uh, it doesn't say 80, I think it was like 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was like decent. The Metacritic score is not as good. It's 63, I'm guessing out of 100. Um... But, so I went and saw it, it's, uh, I really don't mind, one of the things, as I see so many movies, one of the things I do enjoy doing is going to a movie theater, not necessarily knowing the movie, or anything about the movie that I'm going to see, um, like the Greasy Strangler, you have ideas, you can watch a trailer and kind of get an idea, you know what genre it's going to be, you kind of, kind of get the tone a lot of the times, uh, but... So this is one, and it's, you know, it's kind of a fun thing to get out of the house. It's a nice walk. It's like an it's like a mile and a half, like a three-mile walk. There's a lot of places to stop and eat and drink and all that kind of stuff on the way. So it's kind of one of those things that I like to do just as an excuse to get out of the house since I work at home, and I'm here pretty much sitting in this chair for the majority of the time, either on my computer, recording a vlog, uh, well, while I'm on my computer editing sh- shit or all the different things that I do on the computer or I'm working, doing drawings, all those things. Um, so it's nice to get out of the house every once in a while and going to movie is, uh, one of those things. So I went to go see Autopsy of Jane Doe and, uh, wasn't bad. I hadn't been to the theater since I tried to see another horror movie, uh, My Mother's Eyes, uh, but... Fire alarm went off, told the story, it was on my birthday. Um, So this is the movie I used that free pass for, Uh, which is kind of nice, free pass. Here's the thing, Uh, I became a member of the film society or whatever, so I get discounts on concessions and stuff. This is why I love going there. there. Now I went to, it was like a 420 show, so still matinee prices I believe. Actually I don't know if they have matinees. Um, But I get a membership price, which I didn't have to pay for this one, so it was free. Um, and I can't remember what membership price is offhand. Uh, popcorn, like everything's $2 at the concession stand. Um, so you get a small popcorn for 2 bucks. get a couple beers for 2 bucks because they serve beer everywhere in Colorado. Um, and then I got some peanut M&M's for 2 bucks. So 8 bucks. I have two beers, M&M's, popcorn, and then a free movie. Pretty, pretty nice, pretty nice. I enjoyed it. It was nice... That part of it, all that stuff was was awesome. Uh, it was a Friday, so there was more people in there that I've... Usually there's like maybe one or two other people in the theater when I'm watching a movie there. Um, this one, there's probably like 10 or 15 people. <laughs> you know, and the place could seat like probably a couple hundred people. But go in, watch the movie. It's a good movie. It's, you know, suspense. The premise is like there's this body found... 
uh, at a crime scene where there's like two or three people in the same house that are dead from unexplained situations. Um, and in the basement, there's this half buried body, uh, that ends up getting taken to the morgue where the movie takes place. And the morgue is run by, or, uh, coroner or, uh, is that who does autopsy? Whoever does autopsies. So it's a father son kind of autopsy duo. And this body comes in and they start, you know, breaking it down, just trying to find cause of death. And while they do that, these crazy things start happening. And, you know, so suspense, very few characters. Uh, the main two characters are Emile Hirsch and Brian Cox. So, I mean, it's basically them and then the, uh, the dead body who's uh, actress, I believe it's Ophelia uh, Lovey Bond? Love Bond? Lovey Bond? I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, it wasn't a speaking role. Well, barely any movement, uh, but definitely pulled off being a dead uh, corpse very well. Uh, but it was a good movie. It wasn't really, there were some, you know, sound jump scare things that there was just none. At no point did I feel tension. At no point did, was I scared or jumped. Because movies will get me. And I was in this movie for the most part. But I don't know. I don't know if it was just... I saw where they were going. I was expecting the jump scares when they happened. Uh, but it didn't really... There was nothing in it that really surprised me, even though it was good acting, um, decent writing. But overall, the movie, to me, it felt... It really felt like it was It was either the the first act of a better movie or it was just a short film that they you know stretched out to an hour and a half. Uh because, I mean, it's a pretty basic premise. But even in the end, I mean, they kind of tie, tie things up as far as kind of explaining why these crazy things are happening. But not really. Like, in that sense, it felt like it was the first act. Like, okay, we set up this thing, and now we have to find out what it means, how we can stop it, whatever. Um, but at the same time, it is an independent movie, independent film, so that can tend to be uh, common where maybe it was a short film that got turned into a feature. Um, and it wasn't bad. I mean, it sets up, because it feels like the first act, it sets up for more movies if you wanted to, for sure. Uh, but, I mean, spoilers, the the movie ends how it begins, basically. So, it, it like I said, it begins with this body found, half-buried body found at this, at this location uh, with unexplained murders of other people. And then throughout the movie, you're basically seeing how something like that could happen um, in this other location, and then the body gets shipped off to another location. Um, so it's pretty interesting. I could, see, it would be, I could see it becoming more interesting if they do turn it into a series, like the autopsy of Jane Doe. Well, it probably wouldn't be... I don't know what the, I mean, it would have to be like The Curse of Jane Doe, or I don't know what they would have to title it to be, to continue the series, The Second Autopsy. Uh, but it was interesting, it wasn't bad at all, but it, it, it also wasn't a movie that really struck a chord with me in any way. Um, and I'm not huge into, like, horror suspense movies I enjoy, um... 
probably more so. Like Captain Phillips is a, a great suspense film. Um, there's a lot of suspense in Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, but I wouldn't necessarily consider either of those horror films. Uh, where this one has more of a supernatural element, but uh, I, you know, it's I'd recommend it, support it. It's um, it's really not bad. So I think if if it's a genre that you like, that you might even appreciate it more than I did. Uh, but I just think it could have done. I think it could have done a few things a little bit better. Gave it a little bit more. I don't know. Just a little bit more of something, and I probably would have enjoyed it uh, a lot better. But um, so that was my most recent movie-going experience that I wanted to share with you guys and girls, because um, it's important to uh, well, one, just kind of take time out for yourself and enjoy enjoy life, um, but also. I'm in the process of doing a lot of extremely boring work. Um, just finished taking pictures of most of the drawings that I'm going to have up for sale at InspireSorter.com. Um, and I'm slowly posting those on the website, so it's a lot of redundant, repetitive, boring work. Uh, but you'll be able to check out all of that work uh, very soon. I want to get it up by the end of January. Um, there's going to be... Anywhere between 50 to 100 pieces of art that will be available at SpiredDisorder.com again. Um, all drawings, minimalist, expressionist, surrealism, kind of mix of drawings. Um, and kind of a different, a lot of different looks and a lot of different kind of uh, things being expressed as I uh, try this new style out. Um, so look forward to that. And, uh, again, the release schedule, I changed it up again, so if you missed that, uh, new episodes of Early Retirement Vlog will come out Wednesdays, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays will be new episodes of the Inspired Disorder podcast, and then, uh, or Mondays and Thursdays will be IDP, and then Tuesdays and Fridays will be the clips from those episodes, and then on the weekend, I'm gonna try and put out how-to videos, uh, or unboxing videos or reviews. Um, I do have some reviews I want to, I have planned. Um, and then also how-to stuff, a lot of podcasting how-to stuff I want to start doing. Um, so if you have any questions, please send them to me, at Ray Taylor on Twitter. Um, same thing on Instagram. And follow the pod, follow this on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, youtube.com slash inspireddisorder and uh, inspireddisorder.com. All right, that's it. Thank you all for watching. Um, have a great week. Peace.